everybody. You are listening to On the Road with your DOT guy, Brian Riker. Need help with the regulations? Thinking about starting your own trucking company or just think trucks are cool? Well, this is the place for you. I am your DOT guy, Brian Riker, and this week we're going to talk about one year in, how is the drug and alcohol clearinghouse working? What are your obligations under the drug and alcohol clearinghouse and why this rule is important to pay attention to? But first, here is some important industry news. New York paves the way for younger Class A CDL holders. New York and Hawaii were the last two states in the United States that did not allow a Class A intrastate commercial driver's license for folks under the age of 21. Hawaii still cuts it off at 19, and New York just updated their regulations to allow you to obtain your Class A CDL learner's permit at 18. Now, keep in mind, this does not affect any of the interstate rules. That is still governed by federal motor carrier, and you still must be 21 to engage in interstate commerce. A group of representatives has introduced the Santa 18 Act in an effort to improve the congestion at the port and get our supply chain back to normal. The Santa 18 Act, introduced by about a dozen Republican representatives, would allow 18-year-olds to engage in interstate commerce, but only if the load originates at a port and stays within the state that that port is in. This is not to be confused with the Drive Safe Act, which was recently signed into law to allow a pilot program for interstate operation by drivers under 21 years old. This is a separate proposal that would allow interstate commerce without leaving the state. I think this is a common sense approach. And finally, cross-border truckers no longer are exempt from vaccine mandates. Beginning in January, you will need to be vaccinated as a commercial truck driver to cross the Canadian border, either into or back out of Canada, and this regulation applies to both Canadian and United States citizens. So keep this in mind if you engage in cross-border trucking. So we'll be right back after this short break. You ever find yourself in a ditch in Dallas? Maybe busted brakes in Buffalo. When a breakdown occurs, and it will, what do you do? Searching for an available roadside mechanic, towing company, or tire service can quite frankly be a pain in the butt. Oh, you can search the internet for a provider, only to find out that they aren't open, available, or even still in business. Introducing Servicase.com. Servicase is a breakdown solution available to fleets and operators. Unlike outdated listing services, Servicase allows you to not only search for a provider, but to select and electronically dispatch the call without ever picking up the phone. You will even receive electronic status updates, providing the clearest indication of when you'll be back on the road. Give it a shot. It could be the best breakdown experience of your life. That's Servicase.com. S-E-R-V-I-C-A-S-E dot com. Welcome back. You are listening to On the Road with your DOT guy, Brian Riker. So we're one year in now to the drug and alcohol clearinghouse regulations. They took effect January 6th of 2021. So what does this mean for you, the motor carrier, or even you, the CDL holder? Well, the drug and alcohol clearinghouse is intended 
to stop job hopping when you have a positive drug test or a refusal to test, which happens quite often on pre-employment testing where someone will take a vacation from their current job, go apply to a new job, take the drug test, happen to have a positive result, and come back to work for their original company without them even knowing that this driver now has a positive drug test result. Well, that's what this clearinghouse was intended to stop. And so far, there have been over 6,000 commercial drivers placed out of service because of drug testing results that have been captured in the clearinghouse. So it's a start. I believe it is working. Where we're having a problem, though, our motor carriers still are unaware of their obligations to query the records of their current employees, which should have been done by January 6th of 2021, and then must be done again every year on the anniversary or before of the last time you ran the query. Also, a lot of CDL holders are unaware that they need to create a clearinghouse account of their own if they're looking to get a new job, apply somewhere, or when you're obtaining a CDL and first entering the workforce, because you need to be able to give your prospective employer electronic consent to do a query of your records. So I just wanted to bring this up as a awareness topic for CDL holders. If you're thinking about or you have recently changed jobs and you did not have a clearinghouse account, there's a good chance your employer does not have their drug testing program in compliance, which could result in an out-of-service on the side of the highway. So for employers, including one-truck owner-operators, you still have an obligation here. You need to make sure you get your drug testing program in order including your clearinghouse obligations so that when they check the clearinghouse for queries as part of the random roadside inspection, they don't place you out of service for a failure to have a compliant drug testing program. Another issue with this, if you don't have a compliant drug testing program and you employ CDL required drivers, they can take your operating authority away, basically putting you right out of business. The USDOT and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration take drug testing very seriously. We'll be right back after this short break. Starting a new trucking company and you don't know where to begin? Got a bad inspection at a roadside and not sure how it affects your safety score? Need help understanding the complex regulations that govern the trucking industry? Or not even sure you are a regulated trucking company? Fret no more and give the experts at Fleet Compliance Solutions the opportunity to help. With over 30 years in the transportation industry, our founder and chief compliance specialist, Brian Riker, has the expertise needed to provide real-world solutions to your fleet safety and compliance problems today. Not just a suit in an office, Brian still holds a valid Class A CDL and gets into the field often to stay current with the issues faced by truck drivers today. For more information, visit our website, yourdotguide.com, or email on air at yourdotguide.com. This is Brian Reiter, Your DOT Guy. Welcome back. So I covered a little bit of your obligations under the clearinghouse in my opening, but I just want to make it clear exactly what your obligations are. As a driver... Your obligation is to create an account so you can give electronic consent to have your record queried. And I suggest 
visiting once in a while to make sure that a false report is not reported to your personal clearinghouse account. This is very important because starting in 2023, state driver's license agencies are going to be required to suspend your commercial driver privileges if you are in the clearinghouse as unfit for duty. So you have a positive or you failed to complete the return to duty process or some other reason that you're not qualified. So now as an employer, your obligations are to query all of your CDL required drivers annually. This includes anyone that's worked for you prior to January 2021. You're required to report the results of any positive, diluted, adultered, or refusal to test result, even a pre-employment, if it is a CDL drug test, so a test for a CDL holder that is DOT required, you're obligated to report or cause it to be reported by your drug testing consortium. These are your key obligations under the clearinghouse regulation. And I've already touched on it, but I'll expand why this rule is so important for you to pay attention to. Well, the very simple is they can put your truck out of service on the side of the road if you're not in compliance with this, and then they can start an investigation and audit that will uncover some other drug testing problems possibly, can result in severe penalties of $11,000 per violation per day, and take away your operating authority, which means you can no longer engage in interstate commerce till all this is corrected. So... Failure to have a compliant drug testing program when you have commercial driver's license holders that drive vehicles that require a CDL is a very serious issue that is still overlooked by a lot of small and unique or niche market motor carriers. You know, the motor carriers that don't really believe they are a trucking company, your landscaper, your plumber, your towing company, your hotshot hauler. They don't fully understand how these rules apply to their business. So what are some of the other drug testing obligations and some common areas where motor carriers make mistakes with drug testing? Well, the first is owner-operators. A lot of owner-operators don't understand that they must be in a drug testing program. And as silly as it sounds, you know whether you're clean or not but you need to prove that to the DOT. So you must be in a consortium. You cannot manage your own drug testing program when you are an owner operator. When you sign up for the clearinghouse account, there's a special box you check if you are an owner operator. They really take this serious. So where we have some other problems with drug testing though, are when you have casual drivers you only use on a part-time basis, they still must be covered by a drug testing program. Now, that gets a little confusing because you could, if their primary employer will share the records with you, you could use their drug testing from their primary employer, or you must have them in your own program. Another area that causes great confusion is when we have workplace drug testing, say if you're contracting with a dispatch service or in the towing world, a motor club, or you have a non-commercial truck that you're leasing on to another motor carrier, you have to be very careful that you do not ever take a 
driver that does not need to use a CDL, even if they obtain one or have one, but if they're driving trucks that never require a commercial driver's license, you must be careful to never put them in a DOT-regulated drug testing program or report their results to this clearinghouse, or you could face liability both criminally and civilly for false reports. You could end up with a negligent hiring or negligent termination lawsuit. So drug testing is something that you want to leave to the professionals. It is a very serious topic with serious consequences, both for you as the employer and you as the driver or for your employee. Nobody here wants to ruin an employee's life intentionally. Now, if we have someone with some problems, we want to get them help. We all care. That's why we have businesses and why we employ people is because we care about people. But we have to be sure that we do this within compliance with the regulations so that we don't cause more harm than good trying to get somebody some help or we misreport a drug test result, something like that. So in summary, all motor carriers, anybody private or for hire that operates vehicles that require commercial driver's licenses must be enrolled in the FMCSA drug and alcohol clearinghouse. They must run their current and prospective employees' records through the clearinghouse to make sure that they are not prohibited from driving or engaging in sensitive safety-sensitive functions, and they must report all positive or other unusual drug test results, including skipping out on a uh, test. And let me just make sure you understand, this is for drivers. When you report to that drug testing facility, once you have checked in, you cannot for any reason leave that facility until you have completed the test or the test has been canceled by the collector and your employer. So if you get there, and this is a common problem with COVID, you get there and their collector called out sick for the day. You can't just let the receptionist say, all right, we can't help you have a nice day because that will be recorded as a refusal to test. So then it needs to be escalated up to the company that manages the drug testing program. They need to find you an alternate location and you need to report to that location immediately, even if it's out of the way. The FMCSA does not set any time or distance travel restrictions on taking these tests. Once the driver is notified, they must complete the test. And this is serious because if you have a refusal to test, even for a simple misunderstanding, you must, it's treated as a positive, and you must complete the return to duty process, which includes 12 months of direct observed drug testing where they will watch the urine, leave your body, and enter the specimen cup, counseling, and evaluation by a substance abuse professional who could decide that you have a problem and you must complete all their prescribed treatment before you're allowed to continue operating CDL-required vehicles. So I beg of you, if you do not understand drug testing, please reach out and contact a professional to make sure that you're doing it right 
or if you have questions before you just walk away on something, this includes when you're ordered to take a post-accident test as a driver. You can't just say, well, my job's done. They're going to fire me. I quit because now a refusal to test that's documented will result in your CDL being suspended until you complete the process. Thank you for joining us today. This has been On the Road with your DOT guide, Brian Riker. We welcome your comments and questions. You can leave a voicemail on the studio call-in line at 706-409-5603 or email your comments to onair at yourdotguy.com. That's all one word, onair, O-N-A-I-R, at yourdotguy.com or call the studio comment line at 706 409 5603. Thanks for listening and please remember to give us a five-star rating and share this episode with your friends to help build our audience and make us easier to find on your favorite podcast platform.